The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your Andrew van Vieren. Today's episode is called Blessed to Be a Blessing. So let's get into a word of prayer and I can jump into today's Bible lesson. Father, I come to you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for revealing more and more to me about kingdom prosperity. Thank you for showing me what the whole reason behind it is. Lord, thank you for giving me this insight and revelation. And Lord, use me today to get this message through to your people so they too can get insight and revelation into kingdom prosperity because Lord, you love them. And Lord, I know you want to work through them mightily. And Lord, you want them to be a blessing to others, Lord, just like Jesus has been a blessing to us. Father, we love you and I thank you for leading me today. Amen. So, you know, the Bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that's what God has said. You know, it's not something that any human being came up with. That's actually what God himself has said. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And obviously, there's an inheritance for his children. So, you know, when it comes to our Heavenly Father, God has given us an inheritance through Christ Jesus. And I know, you know, a lot of people fight against the prosperity message. And those who fight against it will never walk in it. But here's the thing. We do not have the right to make up Christianity as we go along. Now, you know, for those people that start out studying this out, they're not going to be able to walk in it in the next week or so. You have to understand kingdom principles. And like you have to do what Jesus said. And Jesus said, first seek the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. Now, if you read Matthew chapter 6, you'll see that Jesus was talking about physical things. What we shall eat, what we shall drink, how we'll be clothed. These are all natural things that people are seeking. And Jesus said, don't worry about the natural things. If you seek the kingdom first, you'll get the natural things. We cannot argue about what Jesus said. Jesus teaches us that if you want to prosper in the kingdom, there's a way to do it. And the way to do it is you've got to seek the kingdom and find out how to do things supernaturally, which will obviously end up affecting your life in the natural so coming back to kingdom prosperity, like I said, you know, um, a lot of people fight against it. And all we need to do is just stand back and put our own thoughts one side. And we need to see what the good book says. Now, I know there's uh, people out there that they follow everyone else. They follow all these different people around the world that's got all these letters behind their name. And I'm honest with you, I've never been like that. I don't want to hear what a million people have to say. I want to see what my Heavenly Father has to say in His Word. Because Christians, unfortunately, they are getting off the Word. And I was actually really shocked to find out that there are ministers that are buying sermons online. I've also heard of the fact that AI is creating sermons for pastors. Now, AI does not have the Spirit of God in it. We have the Spirit of God. And, you know, God calls certain people into ministry. God doesn't call everyone into ministry. 
but God calls certain people into ministry and he anoints them. And even though they're anointed, they still need to spend time in the written word of God. They still need to spend time downloading their sermons straight from heaven. And what's happening today, like I said, you know, more and more Christians are getting away, you know, from what the word of God says. There's more and more so-called prophets that's popping up everywhere around the world. And there are Christians that are falling for it. They are falling for it hook, line and sinker. And it's frustrating because, you know, we supposed to be basing our lives on what the word says. We don't need a million prophets. We don't need a prophet to give us a special word every day. We got a book full of words and that book is the Bible. And, you know, uh, the Bible is God speaking to us. And the more we know the Bible, the more we know our Heavenly Father. So when it comes to prosperity, I don't care who said what about prosperity. We need to see what God said about prosperity because God is our Father. You know, in the natural, I'm just thinking, uh, I've got a very wise natural father. And uh, when I was a kid, I used to go to him for everything. And I used to ask him to explain things to me. And my natural dad, he's always had the answers. You know, how much more should we be going to our Heavenly Father? Look, uh, the Bible says that God is love. And the Bible talks about the fact that all fatherhood comes from Him. All fatherhood. You know, without our Heavenly Father, there would be no such thing as fatherhood on the earth. And we, as His children, we need to learn to go to Him for everything. We don't need to depend on other people. So let's start off this podcast by going to see what his word says. So to understand kingdom prosperity, and you're going to see this in the word, to understand kingdom prosperity, you need to first understand our heavenly father. And this is something that for the last couple of days, he's really, really been opening my eyes to it. But now listen to this. This is something that I've been seeking out for the last couple of years. And it's not God that is slow. I'm the one that is learning things step by step. You know, here's the thing. Our Father, He is a spirit. We are spirits. His word is spirit. The Bible says, as Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And, you know, even though we have His word, there are certain revelations we need to understand. There are certain revelations we need to walk in. And God cannot dump all this information into a single person one shot. You know, it can't be done. But as I'm growing, as I'm growing, I'm sharing it with all of you. And, you know, where I am now, I'm understanding kingdom prosperity way more than I've ever understood it before. And you who are hearing these podcasts are getting years and years of revelation and insight, which is really, really awesome. And that's what a minister is called to do. Spend as much time in the word and in fellowship with the Lord. And we need to search many things out over a period of a lifetime, you know. And as we grow in it, we share it with you. So to understand prosperity, we first need to understand our Father. So I'm going to start off by reading a very, very, very familiar verse of scripture with you. And uh, that is John 3.16. And everyone, I think everyone knows it. Even a lot of unsaved people know it. But just because you heard it a good couple of times, please don't close your ears to it. Because this is vital to your success. If you want to learn to prosper in the kingdom of God, you need to hear this. Listen to this. And I'll be reading it from the King James. It says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I'm going to read that again. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves the world. And the Bible wasn't talking about the planet. The Bible is referring to everyone in the world. 
everyone that was, everyone that is, and everyone that's still going to be. I know the Lord showed me years ago that uh, I'm going to have two sons, and the Lord even loves my two sons in the future, but he loves them right now. God loves everyone, and I shared this with you like quite a few times. A long time ago, I was studying out the love of God, and my brother and I went somewhere, and my brother got out the car, and he went into this building to see someone, and I was just sitting in the car, and I was looking around, and in this neighborhood that we drove to, it's a very diverse neighborhood. There are people from all different races there walking up and down, and I was looking at all these people, And I'm like, wow, God loves each and every person. There's not one single person that God does not love. God loves everyone. God loves every race. And this is why he sent Jesus. He sent Jesus into the earth to take away our sin. So now, coupled with this scripture, we're going to jump to 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. And it says this, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. It starts off by saying this, Hereby perceive we the love of God. This is how we know God loves us. Because he laid down his life for us. People mean everything to God. To the point where he sacrificed his only son to get us back. To give each and every person the opportunity to become his child. The last two days I've been going shopping. In the week, uh, generally I go shopping on the weekend. But uh, in the week went to this busy mall here in PE and um, around about like five o'clock you must see the tremendous amounts of people not only in the mall but in the supermarket and I'm just thinking right now man every person every single person whether they they work in that mall or whether they've come to that mall to do shopping or whether they come to that mall just to hang out God is loving everyone okay i want you i want to major on this because i need you to see something so when did god start loving us was it something that just happened the other day no it it wasn't you know the bible says that god is love god didn't become love god was always love and god always wanted a family that's why he created us he wanted a family and when was jesus ordained well, let's go to the book of First Peter, and I want to read a beautiful verse of scripture to you. And uh, we're going to go to First Peter chapter 1, and I want to read from verse 19 to 20. It says, But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. So we can see even before the world began, God has been loving us. He's been loving us, and even before the world began, he had a way to get us back, to get sin out the way, to get the curse out the way, and to give everyone the opportunity to become his child. So when it comes to kingdom prosperity, there's a way to prosper in the kingdom, and that way is to walk in love. Now, I know you don't connect the dots yet. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. But when it comes to people, how do we reach people? That's my question for you. How do we reach people? Now, do people naturally come to the Lord without the Holy Spirit? No. Do people naturally just start serving Him? No. Seeds have to be sown. I remember in my own personal household, my brother got born again first, and he would come and preach the gospel to me. He would preach it, he would preach it, he would preach it. And in the beginning, I wasn't interested. But he was sowing incorruptible seed, and he was sowing that seed and sowing that seed. And after a while, I said, you know what, this is what I want. And I prayed the salvation prayer and gave my heart to Jesus. Seeds need to be sown. 
The gospel needs to be preached. Now, to the Lord, the biggest thing to him is people. Now, I remember with my one friend, his biggest thing in life, and I'm not knocking him. I'm just going to give you a few examples here. His biggest thing in life was to get married. That was his biggest thing. He didn't care about mansions. He didn't care about luxury cars. He didn't care about, you know, six-figure salaries. He didn't care about that stuff. For him, his biggest thing was he wanted to settle down. There's people right now, by the sound of my voice, the biggest thing that they need is their healing. There's obviously a lot of people out there, by the sound of my voice, that their biggest need right now is finances. But, you know, to our Heavenly Father, what means the most to Him is people. And how does He get to reach the people? He gets to reach the people through the gospel, and obviously those who preach it. You know, people don't just get saved on their own without the seeds of the gospel being sown. That doesn't happen. There always has to be seed that is sown. Seeds of the good news. People don't just get baptized in the Holy Spirit on their own without the proper seed being sown. People don't automatically just receive their healing without the proper seed of the word that is sown. The human race needs the gospel. They need the good news of Jesus Christ. They need it. A lot of them think they don't need it. A lot of people make a mockery of it. But the whole wide world needs the gospel. Now, when it comes to kingdom prosperity, we should be financing the gospel. Now, yes, this includes tithing, but I'm also talking about sowing and reaping increase. Everyone is called to belong to a certain ministry or to a certain church. You know, I know there's different Christians around the world in different countries. They believe they're lone rangers and they believe that God will teach them everything on their own. But it doesn't work like that. You're not going to find that in the Bible. What I do see in the Bible, that God gives sub-apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. And you can see that in Ephesians chapter 4. Nowhere in the Bible do you see how people are just going to grow up in Christ without submitting to someone else. You're not going to find that. And I'm just trying to save you a lot of trouble. The gospel needs to be preached around the world. And God anoints certain people. And every Christian has to be open to where the Lord is leading them. When the Lord leads you to join the right ministry, when the Lord leads you to join the right church, and wherever you are eating spiritually, and wherever you are growing spiritually, you should be financing that ministry. It's very sad that uh, Christians in general, they hold on so tight to their money. And, you know, when a person is holding on tight to their money, they're not holding on tight to God. Jesus said you cannot serve God and money. If you're holding tight onto your money, you're not holding tight onto Jesus. But if you're holding tight onto Jesus, you're not holding tight onto your money. There's a reason to prosper. Money should be a tool. And if we get our hearts right, that our biggest thing in life is people. We got to align our desires with our Heavenly Father's desires. And, you know, when people is our biggest deal, just like people is our Heavenly Father's biggest deal. When we got that mindset and we say, you know what, Lord, I want the ministry and I want the gospel to reach more people and I'm going to finance the gospel. I'm going to finance these ministries. And when you sow it with that heart, God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Is this scriptural? Well, let's see what the Apostle Paul had to say. I'm reading from Second Corinthians chapter 9 and this is going to be from verse 6 all the way to verse 10. It says, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. 
every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that he, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. That's supporting every good work. That's supporting the ministry. That's supporting the gospel. That's helping poor people. Every good work. And verse 9 says, As it is written, He hath dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Verse 10 it says, Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Do you see how we need to align our desires with our Heavenly Father's desires? You know, if you are only tithing and you only sowing because you want to prosper, it's not going to work. It's really not going to work. But if you start developing that mindset, like, hey, there's people that's on their way to hell. They need to hear the gospel. We need to push the ministries forward because when the ministries move forward, the gospel gets out there. There's more anointed men and women that don't have to leave the ministry to get full-time jobs. Now, the ministry can afford to pay them a proper salary to keep them in ministry, to keep them in prayer, to keep them in the word, to keep them in fellowship with the Most High God. And in turn, as they download in more and more revelation from heaven, they can turn around and put out more teachings and then everyone else gets to grow in leaps and bounds. There's more poor people that's been fed. There's more Bibles that's been printed and been handed out. There's more books that's been printed and handed out. I know like, I've written nine books and uh, my desire is to print a minimum of 100 each. And if I come across someone that needs to hear a certain word, you know, whether it's on healing or whether it's on wisdom or whether it's on divine protection or the love of God or the blessing, I can just give them the book. This is what getting the gospel out there is all about. It's about reaching the people. But I promise you this much, you know, to have a selfish attitude where everything's about you, you're not going to be able to operate in the kingdom of God, in the area of finances. That's just not going to work. But if you are always thinking about your heavenly father, if you are always thinking about your neighbor and you thinking, man, I want to be part of this movement. I want to finance the gospel. I want the gospel to reach more people. You know, even though you might have a full-time job and you're working in the world and maybe God has called you to work in the world, you are still able to finance the gospel and finance people that have been called to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. There's a reason to prosper. You know, if you're thinking, as I'm prospering, I can tithe more. As I'm prospering, I can sow more into the kingdom. As I'm tithing more and sowing more and I'm increasing more, I'll be able to help more poor people. I can put money into helping print more books. So that can be a blessing to people. You know, we got to develop that mindset. And we got to stay there. And we got to grow that mindset. That it becomes more of a primary calling. That's the quickest way to prosper. Is when you put your heart in God and you put your heart in your neighbor. I truly hope that this message has really opened kingdom prosperity to you. I hope this has been a blessing to you. If it has, uh, let us know. You can let us know by emailing us at richart at thedailywitness.co.za and if you need to make personal changes in your life to get there do it and according to 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 sow where you are make sure your heart is on board praise God prosper so you can be a blessing glory be to God God loves you we love you and remember faith comes by hearing so keep on hearing hey everyone if you enjoyed today's podcast 
Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.